morning, good morning. Hi, how are you? This is Brenda Shoshana back with another episode in our podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And I'm delighted to be here, delighted to share little Zen raindrops or dewdrops. That's how they feel to me, like little snowflakes or dewdrops, little moments of wisdom that come to us through the centuries, really, and illuminate our life right here and right now. Um, they're very precious little dewdrops or points of understanding, and that's why they've been alive for so long, because they live, they're real. And really, that's a lot about what we're talking about today. We're talking about just throw away thoughts of imaginary things and the real appears all by itself. Boom. Wow, that's an incredible teaching by Uchiyama Roshi. And I'll repeat it slowly. Just throw away thoughts of imaginary things and what is real appears all by itself. Such a vital, vital teaching for particularly for our day and age now when we are so accosted, I would have to say, by confusion. But what's real? What's true? What's false? What can I believe? What do I know? Two very different things, what I believe and what I know for a fact. And dwelling in our beliefs, dwelling in the news, dwelling in rumors. Let's look at what is an imaginary thing. Throw away thoughts of imaginary things. When we're so confused, we don't really know what's imaginary and what is real. And that is a very dangerous, dangerous place to be. It really is a place where we become unmoored and unanchored. So we, many of us, many, many of us, more these days than ever, be, be embark upon a search. What is real here? What's true? What can I believe? What can I base my life upon? What should I do? These are all very important questions and concerns, of course, that rise up. And yet the more we search, search, think about it, dwell on it, discuss it, read articles about it, the more we do that, somehow the more confused we can easily become. And why is that? That's because we're dwelling in more and more different viewpoints, different ideas. Everybody has something else to say, something else that they believe. So there are endless opinions, dreams, wishes, and points of view arise. And many, as a result of listening to them all, trying them out, trying to figure them out, we become lost in a forest of tangled branches, tangled relationships maybe, tangled thoughts. Actually, what is really simple, clear, and direct, because life is basically simple, clear, and direct. It's very obvious when we're willing to just stop all of that and look at it and be with it. But it doesn't seem that way when we're caught in these tangled branches. In fact, it seems just the opposite. Things seem so complex, so unknowable, some 
unimaginable. We don't know what's happening. I've heard this these days again and again and again. And, and what's really happening is that the ever-changing scenery of life is pulling us here and there. And it becomes difficult, very difficult, to extricate ourselves and to see what is real, what is beneficial, and what is true. Hmm. What is true? What is real? What is beneficial? There's another Zen saying, I think we've spoken about it on a different podcast. It's hard to know what is medicine and what is poison. What's good for us and what is not? What is poison? So when we return to our teaching for today by Uchiyama Roshi, to throw away thoughts of imaginary things and what is real will appear all by itself. I just love this one. Just love it. It's not like we can figure it out or that he's suggesting that we even try to figure it out. No, 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 no. Let it appear. Let our direction, let our clarity, let what is real and beneficial appear all by itself. And when it appears, it, this suggests we obviously recognize it. We see it. We know it. We're grounded. We're able to take that next step. Wonderful feeling. So how do we get there? How do we get there? Well, the directions, very simple directions also. That's the thing about Zen practice. It's so utterly simple that it seems either foolish, childlike, or impossible to do. <laughs> you know, it's funny how we crave complications. We think we're, we're intelligent. We're sophisticated. We're mature when we can deal with the ever-entangling complications of life. And so we gravitate to that which is difficult and complicated. So you may not want to gravitate to Zen. You may not want to return to simplicity. Mm, I love that. Return to simplicity. But that's what this teaching is suggesting. And really when we return to simplicity, we return to health, we return to warmth, we return to nature, our nature. And we also, oddly enough, it's a way to return to love. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves here. Let me go back to the actual instruction that is right there embedded in this teaching. What is real appears all by itself after you throw away thoughts of imaginary things. Now let's discuss that. What does that really mean? Sounds kind of wild. Throw away First of all, how do I know what's imaginary and what isn't? And how do I throw it away if it's imaginary? <laughs> Wonderful questions. You know, our Zen koans and teachings, they're all they're very intricate. They look very simple. But when we engage with them, when we really want to make them our flesh and bones, not when we think about them, but when we engage with them, uh-huh, not quite, a little different than what we thought. So let's go into this a little bit. How do we throw away thoughts of imaginary things? Well, first of all, we have to recognize <laughs> what's imaginary and what isn't. That's been the whole problem, not recognizing that. We, we take what is imaginary for real. And many of us, sadly, take what's real for imaginary or silly. So let's go into this. 
imaginary things would include for to begin fantasies <laughs> so many of us live in fantasies not we we're not where we are we're in our thoughts or our dreams or our imagining about where we are and what is happening you see that very easily in road rage they build up a huge imagination about what's going on so right away let's just be let's just go to the sim simplicity of it false imaginings are fantasies so we must notice that a fantasy is happening a fantasy is only a fantasy it's that's what it is don't take it for something real but what are some more false imaginings rumors endless we hear endless rumors right rumors speculation ah i know what's happening here that could be the beginning of the paranoid mind popping its head up memories can also be imaginary thoughts because they're not here now they're memories but they play so strongly really they can feel as if they're right here now but they're not they're memories so the first step is to recognize a dream as a dream a fantasy as a fantasy a memory as a memory oh I'm, 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 I'm looking at a memory. Okay. Now when you see, right away there we're beginning to cut through. We see it for what it is. We don't demand that it be real or we don't imagine that it's real. When we cling to these false imaginings and thoughts and we demand that they are true and real, it's very, very easy to become discombobulated. Very easy happens all the time soon we don't even know where we really are and we may not even be able to take the next clear obvious step that's waiting in front of us you know memories pull us backwards fantasies they're like clouds in front of our eyes they don't let us see the real vista and what's needed at the moment you know, when we, when we cling to that, it's very easy to become like a ghost living in a haunted house. We're dwelling upon the Im imagination and what the future might bring, as if it's here now, as if it's real now. We don't feel the sun on our shoulders shining. We don't see the smile in the eyes of the friend we're walking with today. We don't even taste the wonderful lunch that's been given to us. However, what he means by throwing away thoughts of imaginary things is really quite simple. What he's talking about is simply to see a dream as a dream. Just notice that. See, recognize. Recognition is the word we're talking about here. See a fantasy as a fantasy. We let it come because there it is. We're not pretending it's not there. But then we recognize it for what it is and we let it go on its merry way because these things they're just coming for a moment they will go on their merry way but we don't let them go we cling to them we give them energy we dwell upon it and right there is the nub right there is where the confusion and the difficulty starts and th that's what the beginning of us spinning around in circles around and around if we are going to take Uchiyama's wonderful suggestions to heart, 
Instead, now what we do is just we step away from all that. That's what he means by throw it away. We just step away from it and we recognize what's actually happening, what we're really seeing, what we're feeling, and what we're actually doing right here and right now. And we do it fully with our concentration, our attention, and our open heart. You know, it's really not difficult. <laughs> it's just very contrary to the way we normally behave and we normally function. Normally we are caught in the web of these imaginary thoughts. But when we turn it around and undertake this really beautiful practice, there's no more web. We step outside that sticky web and right away we're beginning to see things as they are. That is what this practice is about, actually. It's, it's one of the hearts of the practice, just seeing things as they are. You know, that itself has great power in our lives. And as we do that, what's real and meaningful bubbles up on its own. Just bubbles up. So someone might say, well, if I'm not really dwelling upon something someone said, if I'm not thinking about it, if I'm not trying to figure it out, how do I know I'm not missing something important? I'm am I just ignoring it, just noticing it, and just then turning again and focusing on what's here? And the answer to that is a good question. It's a meaningful question. Is this, when you eat dinner, <laughs> you don't have to dwell upon taking the nourishment from the food and discarding the waste. Your body does that. It does that. It knows how to digest your food, take what's good, and release what is not necessary. It's the same thing with our lives. When we stay grounded and clear in what is real, there is that within us which will take what is nourishing from all of the things that are coming. Take that which is important and present it to us, and we'll discard the waste. It's not something we can do by figuring it out, by dwelling on it. When we put our attention on what's here, we're giving space and room for our entire being to operate naturally. If something needs attention, boom, it will be brought to your attention, boom. As it is now, when we're dwelling in imaginary thoughts, if something needs attention, we don't even really have our attention available to give it. That's a very important distinction and a very important point. As our time is getting close at the moment, I want to give you a little exercise, as I often do, so that you can take this material and practice with it, live with it, make it real. So it's simple enough. Take charge of your attention. When thoughts come, when memories come, when confusion comes, just see that for what it is. Oh, confusion, how do you do? <laughs> oh, here's a dream. You know, sometimes we're in a fantasy and it's going around and around. It might be upsetting us very much, but we step back and say, see, this is a fantasy. We step back from it. We don't give it our energy. We don't give it our attention. We put our focus on what's right here, what we're doing, what we're feeling, what's happening right now.
We do this on the cushion in Gazen, and we do this as much as possible in our everyday life. So it's almost the end. I'm so sorry for today. I want to, first of all, thank you so much for all your wonderful... I really enjoy the emails, and please keep them coming. If you have anything you want to discuss, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Love to converse with you about anything. Also, um, schedule this coming Sunday. I will be at Malloy College, which is in Rockville Center. It's from 7.30, uh, 8.30 we start, in the morning on... We do from 8.30 to 10, there's a Zen talk, and there's Zazen, and then afterwards we're going to be doing a wonderful, fun workshop called Acting Zen, where we actually act out a koan. Everybody takes different roles in the koan, and then takes turns playing every role. Very much interesting, very illuminating, and very enjoyable, and if you're anywhere in that area and you like to come along Join us, please do. It's on Hempstead Avenue in Rockville Center, Long Island. Acting Zen. We're actually bringing these wonderful koans alive right in front of our face. <laughs> People enjoy these workshops very much. And also, there's a lot of insight available into the heart of the koan, into the heart of our life as we do this. So... I want to thank you again for being here. The website for today, as you know, is zenwisdomtoday.com. And there's not only this podcast there, but many, many podcasts that you can enjoy. And I, and I hope that you will. Okay, thanks again for listening. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks for being part of our Zen Wisdom community. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and hope to see you soon. Take good care. Bye-bye.